In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Don't get grounded. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Orders, the Fantasy Booking Institute. This is our weekly dose for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent Kayfabe, what's going on, man? How are you? You can't see me. You're, yeah, you're right. We can't. I'm waving could my you, hand in front of my face. you shut off your camera? Oh. That's why we can't oh. see you. I feel like John Cena needs to do a You Can't that's See a, Me podcast. That's a anyway, um, thing. I uh, I forgot what what coy and funny thing I was gonna say. So this is the only podcast on the planet that forgot what coy and funny thing they were gonna say when they opened. Man, no, the only podcast on the planet is our is our WBU thing. I don't say that on this one. Well, Jeez. I say it on FBI. We've been, we've been doing this for fucking three years now. Get with it. Also joining us from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? Was down south. Now I'm up north. What is good? I down am south. grand. It's like your makeout style down south and go up north. What? I I don't know how I know that. Well, why don't you know that? <laughs> good, boss. Uh, I am good. I am good. I see you guys were holding it down without me, and y'all did great. I catched a little bit while in Medico. But it's an hour different in Cancun. So it's technically, it's that we're our an time. hour behind. It's, no, our time. Yeah. Oh, it's your time. But shit. But yeah, yeah it's our time. time. Yeah, it's your time. Also, hello to our moderator. Oh, we, we were thinking the same thing. We're, we're doing it at the same time. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's cute. Uh, oh. Hello, Ambrosia. Welcome. Uh, so, so I, I was going to, before we got into the, uh, wrestling, uh, thing, I was going to vent a little bit about oh, crumble like, cookie. Like you the guys big heard coffee? of crumble cookie? No. You guys heard of crumble cookie? Huh. It's the new sensation in baked goods. Uh, they're all over. <laughs> right. And it's a, it's a cookie store as the name implies. Um, there are a couple crumble here, cookie. here. Uh, it's spelled crumble with no e at the end, so C R U M B L. Oh, kind of like Tumblr. I mean, uh... yeah, like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so my wife had a friend uh, whose birthday is was coming up. She was gonna bring her uh, something to work, and we decided. And she decided on Monday she was gonna do crumble cookie because she'd heard good things about crumble cookie. So after work on Monday, we need a little life in the middle with some color. Okay, sorry, I'll fix that. There we go. Now we got the color. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, got the milk chocolate chip, the caramel apple. Fo- uh, follow the lady. What are you follow doing? the lady. Which which card has the lady under it? Which card has the lady under it? Follow the lady. Which one is? Oh, where's it at? Anyways. <laughs> so we get off we go go to crumble cookie 
We drive. Which one did you get? Clear to it. Uh, well, Pumpkin that's roll? part of the story. Pumpkin roll. Uh, he here. Here's the thing. Um, we get in there. The cookies are almost five dollars a piece for like uh, a cookie. Or like for, cookie? I mean, they're they're. Is it like subway cookie size? Maybe ish. Okay. That's but even really, even subway lot, cookie size. I'm not paying five fucking dollars for a cookie. Are they this delicious? I don't know how delicious that is. I don't know how delicious the crumble cookies are because I decided I'm not paying five fucking dollars for a cookie. You were not curious? You should have just got one for yourself just to kind of see if it's worth it. Maybe it's like the best cookie ever. I cannot imagine the best cookie ever being worth five fucking dollars. I mean, if there were Subway cookies, I could, because fucking Subway cookies are delish. Y'all have never had Eileen's cookies. Those are worth $5. The one that's this big, like the size of a large pizza. Is $20. Yep. Nope. I'm not paying $5 for anything smaller than that. And I have had Eileen's cookies. And I'm not paying $5 for a small Eileen's No, but he's never had an Eileen's cookie. Yes. So he's never had their white chocolate macadamia nut. Bliss. Yeah, I have nope, Subway so has those white chocolate no. macadamia, but no, not Eileen. But, but not Eileen. No, but I will still say not paying five dollars for it, uh, especially since uh, I saw a picture that they use fucking uh, cake mix, like boxed cake mix, to help them make their cookies. Eileen's or crumble cookie? Crumble cookie. Wow. Betty Crocker box cake mix. You can find a picture online. Someone someone walking by a crumble cookie looked in and saw the the person before they were open. Making the fucking cookies with box Betty Crocker cake mix. And then charging five fucking dollars for it. Five damn dollars. It's a lot. By the by the way, um, uh, nobody gives a fuck about that, your though. trip, JLB. Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, Do they give a fuck fair. about this amazing jerky? Because I will say this was worth the $30 this bag was. This is actual ribeye. Beef and salt, and that's it. Look at the fat. Amazing. Brian Danielson would be very upset with you right now. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson can suck it. If you tried this, he'd be like, it tastes like butter. So good. Smooth like so butter. Like... Sorry. Um, <laughs> so so we did not yeah, right. end up <laughs> we did not end up getting the water with all that cookies. fat. We ended up going to a nearby grocery store and getting two giant packs of of uh, cupcakes for her instead, um, because fucking five dollars for a cookie. I'm sorry. And the thing is, there was a line. Like obviously, I'm uh, in the minority yeah. where I won't pay five damn dollars for a cookie because there was a line out the door of people leaving with four packs and six packs of cookies. 
do you get a better deal though? Like maybe if you get like a four pack, it's like fifteen bucks. You get you do one get for a, free. Some of a deal. Yeah, but I, it still doesn't matter. They gotta be good then, like, or everyone's just trying it for the first time and they're saying, "Fuck it, YOLO." We're only here no, once. I I have I have a bigger bigger uh, theory on it. Right, if you hop on Instagram and you just search for Crumble, hashtag still not sponsored, by the way. Clearly. Since you're just giving it a bad review. Uh, yeah. Oh, look Instagram. at this. Look at all the Instagram posts of people with their crumble cookies. Right? It's it's a fucking Instagram thing. Oh. People. They probably even have like a real video of it too. Great sponsor. That's great marketing then. That's what that is. It is. It's their whole thing is, hey, buy this so you can so you can Instagram how cool you are with your crumble cookie. Oh, look at me! I put the crumble cookie down in front of my dogs. Um. Oh, look at the crumble cookies I got. Oh, look at this one. Oh, look at my I crumble got... cookie. Why don't I have a crumble cookie? Look at this crumble cookie. It's my favorite crumble cookie. All I, I mean, know is there's a cookie a place called the Cookie Store in Lincoln that is garbage compared to any other cookie company I've ever had. Jesus, we're not getting sponsored by any cookie company ever. No, we'll be sponsored by good cookie companies. Yeah, ones that don't charge. $5. Yo, this cookie looks massive, though. It's a big fuck. It's bigger than Subway's cookies. They are not that big. I saw them in person. It's just a photo illusion. It's just a they're photo like illusion, this though. big. They're okay. thick because they use fucking <laughs> cake stuff for them. <laughs> <laughs> They're what? Oh, they also have... thick. With two C's. Yeah. The other thing is they That's they have a rotating team. every week. It's a different uh, yep. bunch menu. of cookies, different menu. So oh, I gotta go in and try the new fucking pumpkin spice cookie. This Crumbled week. chocolate. It's tort. a fucking scam. Fucking... That's what it is. Anyways, that's enough of that vent. Oh, they even have like a minion crumble cookie. Bro. <laughs> anyway, so this is the fantasy booking podcast where we talk fantasy booking of professional Apparently wrestling. Apparently, your fantasy oh, that's why we're here. $4 cookies. cookies. Uh, it's oh, not five, my fantasy, five, it's my nightmare. Five, have you seen me? Five. $5 no, I know. cookies. His fantasy is a $4 cookie. Three. Three. $3, $3 is my max. For a single cookie? Yep, a max of three. How much for a, be, uh, a family size, uh, that single-serving family size of uh, Oreos? Comes in a convenient single-serving. Yeah, convenient single-serving one. I mean, that's like, what, $8? Yeah. Yeah. You okay with that? I'll do that. Single-serving of three Oreos. rows. <laughs> that are, like, this long. <laughs> So good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, uh, the rules for the fantasy too. booking are simple. they're in Ontario. I gotta go to Ontario to try this crumble cookie. Yeah, how right, fun paying paying well it's gotta be eight dollars Canadian. Be like five seventy five euro now. <laughs> be like six million yen. <laughs> It'll be like six hundred pes pesos. 
It's got to be more than that. Um, it'd be like ten dollars is one hundred and five pesos. So no, yeah. it'd be less than that. Ten dollars, it's be fifty bucks. Yeah, 50. Uh, a a yeah. peso is worth uh, five cents. So, yeah, no, fair. It's more than that. Yeah, my bad. All right, guys, let's fucking talk wrestling. <laughs> and let's not fight like, you know, Sammy Guevara and fucking. What a bunch of that. Right? Like, so, so they're fucking children in professional wrestling. Holy shit. Oh so, so, God. um, the more I've been thinking about now, hey, yeah, I know. I think they're fucking, uh, I think, I think they're trying to build a program out of it. I don't think it's I don't think it's an official program. I think it's Sammy Guevara and Andrade going into business for themselves to try to make a program out of it. Um but uh but fuck. Right? I'm I'm one hundred percent with Ricky Starks with with just hey, can we all shut up? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Listen here, you little bitches. But I'm trying to And then he deleted one of today, his tweets. And then he deleted one of his tweets. I t- forgot what the tweet said, Ricky but someone did? had uh, questioned uh, questioned him on the tweet. He's like, what happened to that banger of a tweet? He's like, oh, my tweets are just like a museum. You have to see it at that specific mm-hmm. time. And then they're gone. I was like, oh, snap. Perfect heel. Uh, well, he's a face, technically. But that was a perfect uh, mark. Yeah. Raw last Damn. night did right. 1.6 million viewers. So that's a little down. I mean, yeah. technically, I was one of them, but I fell asleep. So you know, that happens. So on paper, so on paper, I still count. There you go. Well, nothing too crazy technically happened on Raw, anyways. I feel like I uh, I came back really late though and didn't really watch much. Yeah. But from the results, there was nothing uh, too too cray. You're dose dose cray. <laughs> okay, crumble cookies, get out of here. All right. Ruby so I'd like surgery. to go on record that I want to try a crumble cookie and then I want to buy a crumble cookie and make smarts eat it on air. If you want to waste five dollars. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna like it already. It. It's not gonna Is be it worth genuine... it if somebody else pays for it? That's the question. It's not my money. She gave me money. Well, I'm a need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. This already oh, went apparently, up the Impact Wrestling has announced titanium ticket perks for Bound for Glory in Albany, New York, right? Uh... If you buy the titanium ticket perk for Bound for Glory, apparently, I'm trying to bring up the full story, but apparently, you get to uh, fucking sit in on the booking, on a booking meeting. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Literally sit in on booking meetings. That's interesting. That's an interesting take on it, though. Can I, pick I feel like it would be a staged booking meeting on top of that, though. 
But I mean, then again, no one really gives a shit what Impact is doing for a good chunk of the time. So maybe they would allow you to sit on a booking meeting. Do you feel me, ma? Sorry. I'm a lot. I'm a little. I'm, yeah, I'm out of control. You're out of control. So, damage control. So, fantasy booking, guys. We're, we are brought to you by someone. Oh, it's not brought, not brought to you. We're part of the Tatnusco Podcast Network, sort of, because it's now a radio network, and uh, the website's not currently functioning, so I haven't been sending people to a non-functioning website right now. No, um, but yes, so this is the fantasy booking show where we're going to take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance because we think it's fun, more fun that way, but also because most of the time we don't think of them until we're put on the spot and we're like, hey, do this. And we're like, oh, shit. So, um, I always give uh, the other people first shot if they want to go. Otherwise, I will go. You go. Yeah, I got me go. Me go. Ah, me go. Unless you're a rap group, egos. <laughs> you ever just mess up when you're playing a game? And you're just like, "What did I do?" Uh, Why well, try not to play games? Play games while live on a on podcast. A podcast. <laughs> no, you only try to design. So to you guys, you should try it sometime. <laughs> While you're waiting for somebody to come up with a fucking, I have my thing. I just had to bring something up. Yeah, I'm my uh, challenge for you is to book extreme rules. Like we've got the card now. I want you to fantasy book how you would have it play out. It's this weekend. Sorry, this Saturday. <laughs> so to remind everyone, the Jeez. matches that we currently have for Extreme Rules, barring any more added, we have Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. We have Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, by the way, the Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey one is an Extreme Rules match. Matt Riddle versus Seth we... freaking Rollins is a fight pit match with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross as a strap match. Bianca Belair versus Bailey with a ladder match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. And Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a six-man tag team good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Oh, good old-fashioned Donnybrook, don't you know? Yeah, Apparently I'm they live that's... in Minnesota now. I apologize. <laughs> and we're going to have us a Donnybrook. Do we know what a Donnybrook match is? I'm assuming it's just a... Uh, street fight. Street fight, no... No holds barred. No bars held. Yes. <laughs> no holds barred. <laughs> All right, JLB. Held, held Welcome bar. back. So I'll go first. Yeah, mm -hmm. motherfucker. Not a problem. 
Gracias, gracias. Look, I'll just um, do like he does and just put you up on screen by yourself. Hey, see my tan, see my tan. Hey, all right. You look like you got some color. I'm proud of you, buddy. I did. Look, I it doesn't show. I wore a freaking uh, bracelet the whole time. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah. I got sunburned. You didn't even take it off to fuck the peacocks. Peahens, sorry, that was female, dude. There was, oh my God, those things were freaking huge. And seeing those lizards as well. Mm-hmm, that, that's what she said. Oh, uh, you know. Uh, so, well then. Well there was then. no people on the beach every time he sent us a picture. Zero people on the beach sends us a picture. I sent you the scenery, first of all. I wasn't trying to be a creeper and send photos of people. Um, I wasn't trying to say that there was people. I'm just saying... Literally zero. Not like <laughs> some old dude walking with his Hawaiian shirt on. Nothing. Zero was, people. Every single I, time. Look I didn't send you that many. I, I don't. I didn't even see like footprints in the sand, man. Oh, stop. Sandman. What? Okay. There was a SmackDown comma. Women's oh. Champion live more Live Morgan. <laughs> live Morgan. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. And this is an extreme rules match. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I I I just think that Liv is gonna win again. And Rhonda is gonna screw what's what uh not uh I can't talk today. Well, I can never really talk anyways. But uh Shayna Baszler. What's happening with them on SmackDown? Because I completely missed last SmackDown between Shayna and Rondi. Does it look like they're kind of like not on the same page? Baszler and Ronda. Rondi's a new one for you. Um, I don't even know if they had them interact on the last one. I gotta be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, they had they had Baszler, not Baszler, they had Ronda out. Right. Um, and then Liv Morgan came out with a baseball bat and talked about how it needs to be an extreme rules match. But I don't think Baszler was involved in any way. In any way. So they still didn't kind of make it like they're a team. They just kind of were hinting at it. Baszler and uh, Rousey. I think it was because more I always that... feel like it's a subtle little, but it, there's never really a concrete. We're together. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think they, they were ever planning on them being a team. I think they were planning on this being a thing where uh, they're pushing each other to be more badass. Okay, but so I feel like how that's going to go down is Baszler is going to come try and help Rousey, but she's going to fuck up somehow. Um, It's an extreme rules match, though, so she's going to, yeah, she's going to fuck up somehow, either hit her with. Just want Liv to to lose the title. I just don't think they're gonna do it. I think Liv is gonna be your champion. You don't have to. It's not a prediction. It's fantasy booking. That's fair. That is a fair point. Um, then in my fantasy, what we what I would uh, what I would certainly do is I would make this a complete squash match. Um, I would have Baszler and Ronda just go out there and fuck shit up. People would try to come help live, but then Baszler would just keep knocking them out. People would come with 
whatever to try and help live. But Baszler showing you that Baszler is that beast and Rhonda does her Kimura that she loves doing. And uh, she just makes her tap out really, really quick. And thus Rhonda holds the title, but then Baszler looks her dead in the eye and uh, says, I'm next. And you're going to have them at, uh, and you're, you're going to have them, let's do it at Crown Jewel. Baszler and Ronda Rousey, because fuck Liv Morgan and everything she stands for. Because she hasn't been, she's over, but she's not really over. It's trash. So you have Rousey winning it and making Shayna look like a beast helping Rousey out. But then uh, Shayna demands that she's next in line to face Rousey for the title. And then I finally get what I fucking want. Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey at either Crown Jewel or Survivor Series. Give me what I want. So that's how I would do that match. Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match. Who won? Did any of you notice who won between... Um, uh, Bliss and uh, Sky on Raw. Nope. Um, give me one second. Because I looked it up at one point and then I can't remember it. Let's see. Scrolling, 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 because this is one of the ones I fell asleep for. Uh, EO Sky won. Uh. EO Sky won. Oh, yes, and because damage control came and uh, did some damage. Um. I uh, yeah so and controlled the situation. So for this one, I say Bianca Belair. They're the, wait, they're the tag champs, right? Uh, Sky and Finn. Um yeah, the other two members of Damage Control. Um. Yeah, so you know what? I say I, I think maybe it's Bailey's time. Bailey It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's Bailey. Yeah, I think it's uh Bailey's time. Um I can't remember her promo or what she did with the ladder the last Monday before that, but you you have Bailey Bailey win it and then you finally because no one's really been paying attention to damage control honestly I feel like it kind of washed off a little so you have them get all the titles kind of be almost like a bloodline-esque scenario um, you have Bailey win it and then you have Bailey face Bianca again because I'm sure Bianca's gonna end up doing a little something something or oh unless okay that's probably what you have. You have, I'm going to say it. You have Sasha Banks 
coming in and helping helping Bailey get the title and you then have a Sasha Banks Bailey for Survivor Series. And Bianca, I don't know man, they need to they need to do something different with her. Uh just cuz I don't know. I'm tired of her. Um what I think will be the match of the night. So just by the way, Bailey went in that one, like I mentioned. What I think will be the match of the night, Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins inside the fight pit with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee. I think this is finally where we see Riddle win. Cormier is going to... I don't see him necessarily being biased. His promo sounded almost kind of heel-esque, though. It was really well done, although he was, like, being kind of neutral. But I did feel like a little tone in his voice. Um, but I, I, I see... I see... There's no rumors of Cormier actually doing anything in wrestling, though, is there? I know there was in the past. Um, I'm... Outside of this challenge, I'm going to say I 100% believe this is entirely to set up Cormier versus Lesnar at Crown Jewel. So. Oh, shit. That's, that that's was rumored? The, no, that's what I think it is. Right. Yeah, we kind of talked about that on Sunday, and that's what, what I believe is going to happen. But Yeah. That's that's the then only again, those guys bring... have some legit life heat. So. Yeah. That's the only reason you bring Cormier in at this point. Is to build something against Lesnar. Uh, and but Crown Jewel is building Rollins and Riddle because it's a fight pit match, and so it makes sense to bring a UFC guy into it. Because right, it's... which is why you have the Cormier. Well, and yeah. so is Riddle. Riddle's a UFC guy. Mm-hmm. That's my point. It's a it's a thing. So now you bring in a referee, a special guest referee in Cormier, but it's entirely going to be set to build up to. Cormier versus Lesnar. It may not have Lesnar involved at Extreme Rules. Right. It might. Lesnar might come in and fucking lay them all out at <laughs> some point. I don't know, right? But the only reason you bring Cormier in to the, the conversation right now at all is to build to it being Lesnar versus Cormier at Crown Jewel. That's the only reason. Fair enough, fair enough. So I, I I do see Riddle finally getting the W, though. Seth won the other match, uh, last pay-per-view. And I see um, it's just, it's the Octagon, right? It's his match. Um, and yeah, it just would only make sense for Riddle to win it, because I feel like this is it. It's, you can't have Rollins winning again. R- Riddle has to just end it. Uh, but if that Brock thing happens at the end, I don't think Brock is going to interfere in the match per se, but he is going to come out and probably k- kick everyone's ass at the end. And then Cormier, Lesnar stare down. Then they'll probably announce it for crown jewel. That's, that's pretty big names though. You also got the Jake Paul match too. That's pretty fucking interesting. Will that make you watch now? No, you're not going to watch. Are you? Nope. 
No. <laughs> I mean, it, <clears throat> it doesn't draw my attention, but I'm not the crowd that they're wanting to draw with this. Right. I'm not a avid MMA fighter, fight watcher, you know? That's what right. they're trying to draw in with this, is the MMA crowd. Right. But, I mean, you've heard about the beef that they have had, though. Yeah, but my my point is, this if this is announced for Crown Jewel, I'm not the people they're trying to draw in. I'm already a WWE fan. What they're trying to draw in is MMA right. fans who are not WWE fans who tune into Crown Jewel just to watch this fight um, and then hopefully become WWE fans. Right. Now, okay. now uh, in fairness, Meltzer is saying that he thinks that they're planning to do it for WrestleMania. Um, I just don't trust WWE to set anything up this far in advance. <laughs> Right. If anything, I would say Royal Rumble or Survivor Series. Um, okay, next up. So Riddle winning that because let's end this feud. Great matches they've had, though. So I don't. I think, like I mentioned, that's going to be a match of the night. Uh, this match is going to be pretty good, too. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross Strap match. Um, this is just going to be... A monster of a match, and perhaps this is where we'll see the white rabbit. Um, I just don't. Yeah, I I'm gonna go with Karrion Cross winning the strap match. I don't necessarily care for their feud. I feel like. <clears throat> they've they've booked it okay, but I just really don't necessarily care for it. Uh, the fact that it's a strap match does make it a lot more interesting. Um, but yeah, I think Karrion Cross takes it, and dare I say, we'll finally see that the White Rabbit all along had something to do with Karrion Cross having a faction. I know... With Raw's QR code, there was another sign that said um, Wyatt something, White, White Rabbit, W-Y-Y-T. And if you rearrange the letters, it's Bray Wyatt. But I think that's all just, uh, that's just all fuckery. And it's going to be Karrion Cross's new faction, which will have probably Gacy in it coming up to the main roster. Uh, so Drew McIntyre will lose there. Karrion Cross's White Rabbit Club, I think it was called, will end up showing up there. Um, Edge versus Finn Balor. I quit match. This, this is pretty decent pay-per-view, actually. Edge versus Finn Balor. I quit match. Um, Edge has been trying to get Finn to turn. Uh, Finn has been trying. Um, no, Finn has been trying to get AJ to turn. Excuse me. And this is this is, I think, where we'll see AJ turn to the Judgment Day because you do need some kind of credibility. Why did you pick your nose live on stream? I didn't pick my nose. Nasty, nasty individual. Um, 
And yeah, so this is where we're going to see AJ. AJ is going to join the Judgment Day and hopefully give it some credibility. Poor Rhea can't do everything all on her own. And Edge will get rocked. He's not there to win. He doesn't have to win again. Yes, he's back. But this is where AJ joins the Judgment Day and gets... um, And um, gets the... uh, gets Finn gets the W on edge and uh, there you go we got AJ the new bullet club if you will being with the judgment day uh brawling brutes versus imperium six men tag team good old fashioned donny brook match um i i don't think This one, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Um, I feel like you can't make either team lose, really. We just saw the Brawling Brutes, obviously, in NXT, facing the um, Pretty Dead, I think they were called. The Pretty Dead. Uh, Losing Imperium, then interfering. Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly. That's it. Pretty Deadly. There you go. Um, I like beautiful zombies, though. Yeah. Yeah, the pretty dead. Pretty dead. Uh, yeah, I'll just say for the, the fuck of it, the uh, Brawling Brutes will take the W because they're a fucking... Is, it's all... It's, it's Yeah, it's obviously all three of them. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Brawling Brutes. I have no idea, though. In terms of who they would switch, switch uh, if anyone if anyone will debut in that map per se or anything like that, um, unless I know pretty deadly, I don't think would have anything to do with that because they literally just kind of came to just mess around with uh, the brutes. So yeah, brawling brutes takes the W. I don't know how that would kind of play. Uh, and is that it? That's it, huh? That's it. Yep. That I believe is it. That's okay. That's still pretty. I don't think we're gonna get like a three and a half hour pay per view here, guys. I feel like this might be pretty, uh, pretty short. Dare I say, shortest pay per view of the year? Really excited that it's all extreme matches. So either way, I hope I'm extremely happy at the end of it. I feel like we'll and... get at least one more added at at. Uh... Smackdown. Smackdown. Fair. So yeah, that's how I would. Uh, that's how I would book it. Da Fabe, keep picking that nose. <laughs> I gotta grab a tissue. <laughs> it was just the tip. amazing what leaving your finger in your nose for an extended amount of time will cause for irritation. That probably would, yeah. Anyway. I was just me defending my, my co-host. That's all. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, um, we've got Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. I, I too, believe that we will have another match. I, I, I fail to think that there's not a reason to have Roman. But we don't have a, a feud right now for Roman, which... Is the rough part. So maybe that's the cash in. Anyway, moving forward. 
Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. I, this this is gonna. I, I humbly believe that Liv Morgan needs to have the title, and Ronda needs a feud outside um, of this. Um, and I think that that this type of match is a good setup for that, um, especially if say there's a uh, Shayna Baszler turn on Rousey or a um, Charlotte return. Woo! Um, that'd be fun. I, I didn't, I'm not going to say it'd be fun. I'm saying that I can see that. <laughs> um, yeah. What I'm going to fantasy book is Liv, uh, Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey are going at it. Liv is using every weapon under the sun. Uh, I could even see Liv using like a taser on Ronda and trying to go for the pin. Like getting this pretty damn extreme. Uh, that's what I feel, really, though. Yeah, well, maybe that's how you make Liv Morgan matter. Yeah, is that's true. win at all costs, including if you have to cheat, like she did at one. And mm. even though it wasn't a cheat, she accepted the victory. Um, you know that type of stuff. Um, what what I would fantasy book is Ronda Rousey tapping out to the cure for the clutch. Because it don't say that you have to make them tap out if it's a tap out during an Extreme Rules match. There is no rules. So tap or sub- submit or uh, or pinfall, and Ronda submitting to somebody else is still a submission. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I would do, and Liv can be chicken shit heel all the way through deep down inside and laugh in the ring at people be like, well, I still have the title, which I think would work great. Um, he'll live Morgan in the chicken shit wins. I'm down for, I think I'd be down for too. that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, good call. Uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair. I do not think Mercedes Vernado is coming back. Um, I agree. I, I do not believe that, uh, at this juncture that there has been an agreement between Mercedes Vernado and WWE. There might have been between Naomi and WWE or Trinity and WWE, but there has not been, in my opinion, there has not been one between Mercedes Vernado and WWE. And the reason I say that is all of her socials are now belonging to Mercedes Vernado. Mm-hmm. She removed WWE from them all. So... I believe there were talks. I don't believe she got. They came to an agreement. That could also be a swerve. Uh, but for my fantasy booking, um, this is a ladder match, and golly gee, Willigers, it sure is nice to have teammates in a ladder match where the only rules are you gotta climb the ladder to get the title. And I think that that could build some real solid heat. For that women's group, um, um, that uh, yeah, yeah, um, I can't remember their name. There's a group, Oscar and Thing, or Damage Control. Damage Control. That's what it is. Thank you. Okay. Um, so I, I like the idea of the other two members of Damage Control, the women's tag champions, just fucking jumping Oscar and and Alexa. Um, behind the scenes just jumping them so that they can't get involved and then they go out and get involved and hell I I don't even want Bailey to climb the ladder I want 
Um, Dakota Kai to be the one who climbs the ladder and hands Bailey the title. Just fucking right in everybody's face. Just, here you go. And so now we have heel, heel, heel shit right there. Because that's what this pay-per-view is about, is heel stuff. Um, I would love to see Seth Rollins start a semi-fight with Daniel Cormier. And Daniel Cormier just beats the crap out of Seth Rollins. And then Riddle's like trying to high five him, and Daniel Cormier beats the crap out of Matt Riddle. And now there's a third freaking time that we don't get this match. And we're just mad. We're just pissed off as fans that we aren't getting the Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins match. We just, ah, I want this match. And that's why we're not going to get it. So that's exactly where I have that go. And they're both just laid out and they can't answer the 10 count because Daniel Cormier just made it so they can't answer the 10 count. <laughs> I like it. But why do you why do you say it's the third time, second time? We gotta we gotta win the first time around. With you, Seth. You're talking about at SummerSlam? Uh the one after. The one that got canceled? Wasn't No, not the one that got canceled. This, uh, I guess, the second time that they faced at uh, when they were in uh, what's it called? In Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. Didn't they just attack each other in Ireland? No, they had a match. Oh, well, there was a match. Well, yeah. I like the idea they don't get to have their match. I do like Wait, that idea too, though. Build that shit for Hell in a Cell, man. As those two just keep getting pissed off at each other. Yeah, and then Daniel Cormier can come and and cut a promo on Monday and be like, "I just destroyed two of the best in this business. I'm the best there is," and that's where the one that I do want to see. I do want to see Brock and Daniel Cormier. Um, so Brock comes out and his his guitar riff comes across, and then we finally, oh my god, like people would be hyped for that. McIntyre carrying cross. This is the one where I struggle because I don't know where I want to go with this. Um, actually, these next two are tough. I don't. I have no clue where I want to go. Um, what I like, see, this isn't a real. This isn't a four corner strap match, and I feel like it. That makes it a lot more fun. Um. I'm going to go with Karrion Cross here. Um, I'm going to go with Karrion Cross for the win and then immediately grabs a mic and says, Roman, TikTok. And just, that's it. Roman, TikTok. Ooh. To start building towards Roman losing a title. Um, Edge and Finn Balor in an I Quit match. I don't see how Edge can win this. There's just too much stacked against him. But Finn Balor can take the loss easier than Edge. So what do what do I think is going to happen? I think Edge wins. What should what what I want to happen is I want Judgment Day. Damn it, factions need to fucking matter. And so um, I. 
I think Finn Balor should win in the I Quit match where there's no rules except for make your opponent say I quit. And uh, and I think the best way to do that is to have Edge get the super over pass out and not say I quit. That's what I want. So you want that to continue then? Because if that happens, then that's a continuation. I never quit. I beat you till you couldn't fucking speak without saying fucking. <laughs> right. I beat you till you couldn't speak, damn it. Whatever. Go a little bit edgy. You can't say fucking, obviously. Um, then Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. I entirely disagree with you. This should be the coming out party for Imperium. Um, this should just be an absolute beat down by Imperium. Organize, organized versus <laughs> versus uh, versus chaos, and I want organized to win in this particular instance. So that's where I go with that. Um, so that's how I would fantasy book all that. I also want to throw in that uh, at some point after Bailey wins the title, I want them to say, "Bloodline ain't got nothing on the bitch line." I just want that. I don't know that it'll actually happen, but I want that. I think that'd be fun. That would be that would be uh, that would be a great way to bring Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, he just saw that now. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was Look at that would be a great way to bring. Let's Charlotte. have a Donny Brook. <laughs> you wouldn't get. You wouldn't get. Shirts that. off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna fight with your sunglasses on? <laughs> Did you just take your sunglasses off so you could take your shirt off and put your sunglasses back on? I don't know who this video game uh, character is. That's friend. That's friends or not friends with you, JLB. But woo-wee! Yeah, yeah that's he's what got he some does. opinions they got, on. They you. got some words for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's my uh, co-host from the other one. Wow. <laughs> Some co-host he is. Sorry about your penis. Uh, Which co-host? Hey, that's Jeff. That's Jeff. My name, my name, <laughs> my name is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Afar? Jeff Afar. My name is Jeff. Uh, I'll go second, just in case mine sucks. Okay. It's fucking weird, man. It's just fucking weird that we can do that. <laughs> anyway. What are you guys doing? Hmm. Oh. Hey, Hello you over there. there. <laughs> hey. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. You're so How far about you? away. You get so close. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. I feel like, I feel Let's like get back so from Medico. Let's get the from between us. There we go. Now we can talk. <laughs> hey, there we go. Like now we can friends. have a discussion. Yeah. Oh, it's like old Biles. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Anyway, <laughs> you got a challenge, man. I guess I do. Um, 
I would like you to fantasy book. Here's a story <laughs> about a smart same Marky. I would like you to fantasy book an extreme rules match from your favorite wrestler from the nineties to your current favorite wrestler. Now one extreme rules match, one extreme rules match between our favorite wrestler from the nineties to your favorite wrestler. Now against your favorite wrestler. Now, Okay. What's tough is it's it's tough actually deciding a favorite current wrestler. I gotta be honest. <laughs> any any brand. Any any brand though. That's any part brand. of the thing is it's I got I got no. favorites in some brands and I've got your most favorite. You gotta have a most favorite. Well, see, I I have to I have to fudge this because my most favorite right now is also my most favorite from the nineties. Oh my uh, god! But but I can't <laughs> I can't do an extreme rules match with Sting with versus Sting, young Sting versus old Sting. I mean, there was a fake sixty three year old. <laughs> but fake Sting was not my favorite wrestler in the nineties or now. No, it was always fair. real Sting. So <laughs> so I've got I've got to you know take a step back and be like who's who's my other favorite and you know i mean i got i got a a couple of finn balors back there so you can make an argument there uh but i've got <laughs> i've got kenny omega over here uh okay so well I while you're thinking you about it i can go there. ahead and do this one i don't have a problem okay you do it all right so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have an iron man match Ooh. We're going to have an Iron Man match with HBK in it. All right. It's going to be HBK versus, for this match, the best person is Finn Balor, but I'm not going to do that because you said it had to be my favorite right now. Favorite. So it's going to be an Iron Man match versus Drew McIntyre. Interesting. And it's going to go into overtime just like in 1997. So it won't be in overtime because of 1997. Drew's going to take an actual three to nothing lead on HBK with a whole bunch of Claymores involved. <laughs> and HBK's resilience is going to bring back to three to three at 57 minutes is when HBK is going to hit his third sweet chin music and take it to that, that level. And at 59 and 58 seconds, Drew is going to hit a Claymore and HBK is going to roll out of the ring. So it won't be that he won to not there because the time ran out. It'll just be that HBK rolled out of the ring, and now it's a tie. And we're going to have my favorite wrestler from in between those eras, The Rock, come out and restart the match. <laughs> a la, a la um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. And the winner will be HBK. 
because of his resilience. Just he's got more conditioning than Drew does. That's so now three man. nothing comes back with a four four straight pinfalls and gets the win. Now, hopefully that bought Smarks enough time, but that's all it was it was pretty easy for me. If it was Finn, they would have to alternate wins, but I feel like Drew could dominate for 30 minutes there. So nice. Cool. Cool. There that would be dun, dun, dun. I think. Weep. Weep. Just trying to figure out exactly <laughs> the uh Hey, I'm going to show you. There's a shortcut. There's a shortcut. <laughs> All you got to do is just click the little box that just has the solo. Yes. No, I was turning off my camera because I'm going to do things that that I don't like to do on camera. Oh, yeah? Unless I'm the that. after hours. I'm going to yeah. also turn your mic off. Um, <laughs> I, can. Um, I was turning off my camera. <laughs> you I didn't really... My... Oh, jeez. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you guys are children. <laughs> I see one week in Mexico didn't change anything. <laughs> Nothing changed at all. Um, We're going to have ourselves a Donnybrook, which we still need to have. Oh my god! And have that I fucking Donnie Brook, buddy. Oh man. Um. No, you didn't miss it. We're no, going to do it at the. We're, at the we're still working compound. out the logistics of it because there's there's logistics. Likely at what the babe compound where I can actually deliver a decent move, or Smarks can deliver a decent move on a tripling. <laughs> but. So, um, so I think we're going to do a last man standing match. Last man stop. And it's going to be, as previously mentioned, Sting. Versus Orange Cassidy. And it's going to be the weirdest last man standing match you'll <laughs> ever see in your life. Uh... Because it's going to feature multiple spots of Orange Cassidy making it to a nine count before just kind of getting up. Not because he was hurt so much, but because I've got nine counts to do it. So, you know. (laughs) Kip up at nine count. Yeah. Just kind of roll and stand up. Yo, he'll get thrown to the ground. And then it'll just lay there. Take a shoulder One, block. Lays there for nine. Two. <laughs> three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. <laughs> and he just gets up. And then he's up. And then it goes back and forth, and it's going to have all of the uh, the Orange Cassidy spots in it, of course. Because why would we have Orange Cassidy without the Orange Cassidy spot? Uh, what a great way to get, you know, his own uh, rest out of it, though. 
Exactly. He's outsmarting He's the smart. system. Yeah. I have a nine count. I'm going to use it, right? And then I'm going to get slapped him. in the face by Sting. Lays down. He's like, ah, that hurts. Oh, man. I need nine seconds to Ow. recover from this. Uh. <laughs> they should definitely do that with Orange Cassidy and anyone else from AEW, though. That would be hilarious. Or Pac. <laughs> They're technically feuding, so I can see. To answer your question, Nick, we did talk a bit about it. Uh, I'm sure we will talk more about it. Um, I, I think there's part of it that's a work. I think Sammy saw how, um, the, uh, Eddie Kingston thing got him in, uh, the eye and saw a chance to make a big deal about an Andrade thing and turn it into a potential work. Um, I feel it's, to me, fairly obvious Andrade's going to win the uh, mask versus career match. And then this is going to be the next thing that they're going to try to do. I don't, however, think this is a a uh, Tony Khan thing. I think this is a Sammy Guevara and possibly Andrade being part of it thing going into business for themselves yep but especially since because we've seen tony khan take feuds from twitter to you know take advantage of making money and like i said sammy guevara had the feud with eddie kingston that turned into a big match on dynamite you know that's Uh, it uh so he's like well let's let's do it again let's do it again Let's see if I can be the little bitch that people start fights with on Twitter. Yep. So. So that's what I think. There, anyways. Uh, so yes, this would be this would be Orange Cassidy taking advantage of the nine count as much as possible and just frustrating the fuck out of Sting. Like Sting would hit him with setup moves, throw him into the corner, and go into the other corner to get ready to do the. Uh, Stinger Splash, and Orange Cassidy would just hit the corner and then be like, no, I'm going to lay down for a bit now. (laughs) How am I supposed to hit you with my next move? Because it's a 10-count match. You can't just throw him into the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah, he's on the ground. Then you're making contact. not going to work. So it's like, uh, what can I do? And so, um, in the end... I think. Sorry. Trying to decide whether I should do it this way. I think we have uh, Sting put on a scorpion on a sleeper hold, and Orange Cassidy go out and then legitimately snoring in the ring. (laughs) Ten counts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was water. Just so everybody knows that I wasn't actually hitting a bong or anything. <laughs> sure. I would love it sure. if my if my 
real life employer decided to t- drug test me because of the podcast. Yeah, this is the this is the one. He's like, I was listening. <laughs> Go take a test. I'm sorry you wasted that money because I do not do that. It's a pretty good impersonation, though. Anyway, so that's that's your that's your booking. Mm-hmm. Cool. So now it's my time to book something. Yes, sir. Real quickly, let's just uh, answer this quick question here. Predictions on Kenny's return date. Um, I'm going to say when all the legal stuff is over with. Yeah. Here, here's the, I'm, I'm 90% certain he would be back wrestling right now if there wasn't impending legal action. Yeah. Um, and because they're trying to, if anything, they're trying to talk him off the ledge of lawsuits, you know? Uh, talk CM Punk down. I don't know how CM Punk has a lawsuit when he started the fight. Well, allegedly, his, his argument. Uh, the, the simple fact is, the one thing all sides seem to agree on is that CM Punk threw the first punch. CM Punk's argument is he thought that they were going to attack him, so he threw the first punch to to get the first punch in, you know, to get the advantage. Uh, they say uh, that, you know, they were going in to talk and then he just fucking punched us and everything. Um, but I, th- I, you know, I think it's the legal action that's that's holding everything back right now. Whenever that clears up enough... Um, you know, then once buyouts are paid to people mm-hmm. who decide not to play or they decide to play. So I, for the most part, I agree with you here. Here's the, deal. I don't think CM Punk was that bad at wrestling when he came back. Uh, but he clearly acted like an idiot after winning the strap in his own town cleanly um, and being set up for a big pro- uh, program with the eventual strap winner. We're, uh, we're assuming uh, in MJF and super heel and super heel, like you want to, you want to guarantee you're over. Let's Even more than that, MJF. he he's out here acting like he's dealing with a bunch of children backstage, and then he does the most childish things possible, as in going off script, bashing the your own coworkers, bashing all that stuff, and it's just like it was, it was. Useless and so Adam Page called me names. Yeah, Adam Page said things mean to me, and somebody told me that somebody else told me that those people back there were the ones that told other people uh that <laughs> I did bad stuff. Um see and again, Nick, I, I agree with you in a way. I don't think he was as bad. I thought I thought his GTS always looked weak as hell, right? Um, I always thought his GTS looked worse than Kenta's. 
who he stole it from. Right. So, um, I at the end of the day, regardless of how you feel about his mic skills, his in-ring work, any of that stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff has been proven more than once to be a problem for mm-hmm. one CM yeah. Punk. Yeah, there's a common denominator in all of this. It's and it's CM, CM Punk's Punk. problems, and that's CM Punk. Um, but I do, I feel angry because, like you say, it's it's robbing us of some good Kenny Omega matches right now. He just came back. We could be seeing Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, Kenny Omega versus MJF, Kenny Omega versus um, fucking Wardlow, you know, or something. You know what I mean? Or or put them back in the trios. They'd be trios champions if they weren't suspended. Uh, so we'd have the trios, Kenny, you know, the elite versus uh, the Dark Order, the elite versus... Um, Death Triangle. Death I Triangle. mean, that, that's yep. the current champ. The elite versus best friends. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. A returning so. <laughs> um, black. Uh, yeah. uh, House of Black. Yeah. House of Black when they come, they come back. You know, and so I, I'm angry there. Now, that being said, House of Black reuniting and, and coming back based on all the things that we know, that's what uh, the plan is at least. Um, it's a couple out. Is a couple months out. So that's at least enough time for this Kenny Omega uh, CM Punk stuff to blow over. Um, but still. And and as much as some people would like to believe that location will help CM Punk in the potential court proceedings. I don't think it does. I think I think when everybody says including the person says I threw the first punch. I mean at the end of the day threat of violence with a weapon is a crime. Threat of violence that only you thought was a threat of violence is not a crime. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they, you know, you have to prove that they actually threatened violence. Yes. And as of right now, all you can prove is that they came to my room. <laughs> that is, you asked them to come to. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's really hard yeah. to defend <laughs> when in your statements earlier it you said, come and I quote, me, you please, have a problem please. with me, come to my room. My door's open. I'm not hard to find. And so then they were like, okay, we're kick it open. What? All the reports say (laughs) the door was was open. They didn't have to kick anything open. So. Thank you, Stream Elements. Yeah. But so. So, uh, fantasy booking. I really like the tweet argument. So I'm going to throw out a couple wrestler names. And I just want you guys to give the reason for the tweet, Twitter feud. And it'll be kind of a short game. Because I want to get on to kicking JLB's ass. <laughs> game. That's right. Oh, it's true. Nice. So, your first feud that you will have will be Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar.
Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar in a Twitter feud. I feel like neither of these guys. I feel like Brock never uses Twitter though. That's, that's exactly why it's a great feud. That's actually <laughs> where where my my it whole, probably would start. My whole concept on this would would come from is uh this would be entirely one sided. This would be entirely. <laughs> Fucking yes. Braun but you know, can say Braun can say some stupid ass shit mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, um, and we got the receipts to prove it. This would entirely be Braun Strowman saying shit like, "Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar's just afraid to to fight me. I'm one of the last people who who beat him and all that stuff. And you know, he's not even going to come on here to defend it." And then a couple days. I enjoy later, your Braun Strowman impersonation. See, see what I said? He wasn't even going to come on here to defend it, right? Because he's just a little pussy, and uh, <laughs> he's scared of Braun Strowman. And it's just going to go on and on like that. And uh, it's it's effectively we're going to pull from. Uh, I feel like he's right back in this Avengers scenario. Endgame. <laughs> in in this where. Uh, they end up having a match at a pay-per-view, and uh, Braun Strowman's all like, see, I, I see you're finally tired of running from me, and you're going to actually give me my match. And Brock's going to be like, I don't even know who you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh-huh. Where, where are you going with it there, JLB? <clears throat> That's pretty good. Um... Where I would I I could see Brock opening his account just to give one word answers to Braun. And Braun gives like this whole paragraph. How it basically starts. Uh Braun would obviously start it, because Brock wouldn't give a shit. Braun gets mad at some poll of who's the top 10 big men in wrestling and Brock Lesnar is top three and Braun's not even in the list. And he's like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm much better than Brock is. And, and, and he's top and he's, and he's second on the list or he's first on the list. I don't get it. That's why, that's why I don't take words from these marks. Brock Lesnar is just, he, he's not even in Canada. He's not even in the States anymore. He went to Canada buh, 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 with it, driving his forklift. And, duh, duh, duh. and all I would see Brock do is give selfies of him on the forklift. Still top three or like mad? Question mark. Troll the shit out of him. Just troll the shit out of him. That would be Brock's way of doing it. And honestly, I, with Brock's character now, that's definitely what he would do. Anyways, with his cowboy shit, with the cowboy hat, be like, just doing little nods. Yeah, yeah, top three. Maybe even do video tweets. What is it? Touts? Do little video tweets? Oh, man. But yeah, Brock uh, Brock would definitely, definitely just troll the shit out of him. That's right up Brock's alley. Fucking Braun. Nick's new listen means that I'm going to use his most recent comment and have Cage and Wardlow as your Twitter feud. 
Brian or Brian Cage. I'm assuming Brian Cage, not Christian yes, Cage. Yes, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. That's the match that was announced for for uh, Dynamite. Dynamite tomorrow, with like he was saying, absolutely no build to it. Just hey, they're gonna do it. <laughs> so let's um, use Twitter all day long tomorrow. Yeah, so so yeah. I think I think for me, this entire thing is gonna be. Um, it's not gonna be on Twitter. I'm gonna bend the rules a bit. It's gonna be entirely on Instagram. Uh, because that fits better. <laughs> Fucking pose down. Because no, no, this is going to be entirely Wardlow, just going through all of Brian Cage's workout videos and just making snide remarks on them all. Uh, Genius. Just entirely, just be like, you call that a lat press? <laughs> um, my grandmother could do squats better than that. Oh my god, the, that would be hilarious. The entire time like that. And then um nice curls, bud. Yeah. New legs ever? <laughs> hey, those those are great weights. Do they come in men's sizes? Oh <laughs> shit. Yo, that would be a great way to build the feud, though. You have a day just left, you just start this in the AM. Just all, all day. day. Yep. Oh my it. god, that would be awesome. <laughs> I was going uh, so... posting videos every five minutes, just pissed <laughs> off. Like yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna destroy you tonight. <laughs> and you I... know, even some of them with Wardlow, just you know, making fun of Brian Cage for being short. Brian Cage is six foot. Wardlow's six foot three. So. It's not like it's a big difference, but being like, whatever, little man. <laughs> Cage randomly going, you were MJF's bitch. I don't even understand. <laughs> you were nobody's bitch because you weren't even on TV for a year. And he does a curl while he does it. Just, yeah, I love it. I love that. Love that. But. All right, next one is going to be Finn Balor and Orange Cassidy. I already know Orange Cassidy's responses are all going to be whatever. (laughs) I know you well enough, Smarts, to know that that's the response every time. Whatever. (laughs) These are two very face guys. They're probably not likely to ever do something like that. And obviously they're not in the same organizations. JLB, you might want to go first on this. Looks like Smarks is deep in thought. Deep in thought. Um, <laughs> I, I like this. Hold on before you start. So Orange Cassidy and Danhausen get together, do some shitty face paint, and pretend that they're the fucking demon king. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's genius. <laughs> well played, Nick. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> Dan has uh, I've got the answer. I've got the answer to his, his tweet. I think you need to do this real quick. Whatever. <laughs> Dan Housen paints the face and everything for it. That's fantastic. 
Or Orange Cassidy paints Danhausen's face as the demon. Like, I, I, I think I could help you out with something. I don't know why Orange Cassidy would talk like that. But I think I could help you out with something. And he paints his... It would be more against Danhausen and Finn Balor. He, he paints it like the demon. And he's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. This is... this is. I can't curse anyone with this. It looks too stupid. Um, I was No, no, that's not how you do a demon. This is how you do a demon. I mean, keep in mind, Danhausen only adds the red. The rest of his face is his actual face. <laughs> All he does is add a little bit of red on it. Uh, I was more thinking of, like, they just do, like, a drinking competition. So Finn Balor just randomly posts, like, uh, him at a pub chugging a beer. And then Orange Cassidy replies via the tweet and just does him... Uh, chugging a, a glass of orange juice and then it just keeps kind of going they just do like a, a chugging challenge on twitter and keep replying to each one other up ships. one up and ships because i could i i don't see finn really feuding with anybody but that as kind of a trolling joke between the two well, that's what companies. makes it so hard is that you yeah. have to figure out why finn balor would start a fight with see the thing is I think I think we can get to Finn Balor starting a fight very easily because while he's been face a lot recently, he has not always been face. He's been the real rock and roller. And and so that can come out. I think I think it starts out with uh Orange Cassidy putting out a tweet saying, uh, he's decided to put in a lot of work this week. Uh and he's gonna learn from the 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 greats. And he's even going to put the air quotes. The greats. And then he's going to go find uh, a time when Finn Balor tweeted out a video of his demon entrance. You know, how he crawls through the, the fog machine and all that stuff and comes out. And then Orange Cassidy is going to reply to it with a video of uh, him on the dynamite stage with the fog machine going and he's just going to kind of roll out in the fog and then just kind of stand up barrel roll or forward roll on it you know laying down flat roll that's how he rolls side okay yeah that's how he rolls just roll 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 all the way out and then stands up (laughs) and then he's gonna find a tweet of finn balor doing the coup de gras on someone and then he's gonna do him a tweet with him uh and he's gonna climb up to the top rope but it's actually gonna be the second rope because he, I don't want to get all the way up there. That's hard. <laughs> um, and then he's just going to kind of step down onto him. <laughs> yeah, kinda... uh, and then he's going to do a clip of, you know, find a clip of Finn Balor doing the sling blade. And he's going to do a very, very slow motion sling blade off of it. And then finally, we're going to have uh, Finn Balor be like, okay, enough of this. Right? You want the real rock and roller? You got it. And he, there's going to be a video of him doing the, the point in the corner. And then Orange Cassidy's just going to reply to that with a video of him in the corner. <laughs> Don't even have him extend his arms. That's too much. 
Oh, it's it's gonna pan out, and it's gonna be uh, Chucky e. T and Beretta, Trent Beretta, holding his arms up. <laughs> so that's gonna be the feud. It's not go. gonna lead to an actual match because you know. So, JLB, I'm going to give you a little bit of homage here. You're pushing for this one. We're going to do two more. This one in particular, though, you've been pushing for for a while. So, Rock the Dwayne Johnson and the real Samoa Joe Roman Reigns. Samoan Joe. (laughs) Real Samoa Joe. Samoa like, hey, how do I get involved in this? Hey, hey. The real Samoan Joe, Roman Reigns. So, The Rock is promoting his movie, Black Adam, on Twitter. And he's currently on tour in Mexico promoting it. And... He says something along the lines of in an interview that he posts on Twitter, you have to acknowledge the fact that this is the first time you ever see a superhero who kills people. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is your superhero you have to go see in theaters. Roman doesn't like that. And he replies. And he's like, I don't have to acknowledge anything. I don't have to acknowledge anything, Us. You have to acknowledge me that I'm the best in our family to do what I do because I've been doing it for longer than you have. And The Rock just basically goes into rock mode, but he laughs. He laughs, so he's still kind of a nice guy and does his laugh and da-da-da. Um and the rock says i you know and then he's like i acknowledge you i acknowledge you as the biggest piece of trash that walks god's green earth blah 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 if you smell la, 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 you know kind of all that jazz and then he's like roman's just like um roman's just like I don't know, something along the lines of like, I acknowledge the fact that you won't even come see me at Survivor Series because you'll be too busy promoting a movie that no one's going to watch anyways. Acknowledge me and be gone. And that's maybe how they'll start their little feud for WrestleMania. It's going to be off Twitter because WWE now finally uses their Twitter, uh, just like AEW uses their Twitter (laughs) to build feuds. And thus, that is how it starts. That was for you, bud. While getting promotion for Black Adam, which I think is out now. No, not yet, right? Uh, comes out next week. Like next week? Yeah. Maybe even this Friday. Oh, snap. Nice. It might be. I got to check. It comes out soon. Um, do. Oh nope, couple weeks. October twenty first is when it comes out. So Ah, okay. Just so you know, Black Adam is not the only superhero that kills people. 
Who's the other superhero that kills people? Batman does. Fucking Batman, Batman does not kill claims people. that he does not. Yeah, no, Batman, Batman has the best PR man in the business. Oh, <laughs> Batman doesn't kill. Batman doesn't kill. Fucking just seriously, I'm telling you, go on YouTube and search for Batman body count. Um, there's a person who has gone through every Batman movie and non-animation, non-animation and not Batman Beyond. Not Batman Beyond, every live action Batman movie. And counted. That he kills or indirectly kills. Yes. Here's the deal. is like everyone got angry. I'm going to go off on a little rant here. Everyone got angry uh, at Ben Affleck's Batman uh, in in Batman v Superman. And oh, look look at him shooting all those people with the gun. Fucking Michael Keaton's Batman drove (laughs) the Batmobile into a factory and literally dropped a bomb out in front when surrounded by goons and blew up the factory. He didn't kill people, though. Fucking blew them yeah, up. Yeah, he didn't kill people. <laughs> no, he doesn't kill the nemesis. No, he kills people. And the fucking, fucking and Batman returns, right? He's fighting with a clown on the street, and he sticks the clown's piece of dynamite in, his, in its pants and pushes him down a manhole, if I'm remembering correctly. And that explodes, right? Batman's body count is in the hundreds, right? He doesn't kill the Joker. He doesn't kill, which, let's let's be honest, the world would probably be a better place if he fucking did. Did. Um, But... In in Batman's defense, he kills less innocents than Superman. And less nemesis than Superman, because Superman kills... Two nemesis. Zod and Doomsday. That's it. But boy, is there a lot of innocents that die when Superman has a fight with Zod. In the and movie? A whole lot of Yeah, in the movie because he takes down, down buildings. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like this you, you, if if it showed him run, fly around and save everybody, Zod would take over the world. Like that's why he kills Zod. Because if he doesn't, innocence will continue to die. So, so anyway. So George Clooney's Batman didn't kill anyone, right? No, definitely not. Uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson's didn't, at least on screen. But again, that was more a detective movie than anything. So so make it away. Uh, Adam West's Batman kills one of Penguin's rehydrated pirate henchmen. So in 1966, Adam West Batman killed someone. Val Kilmer's Batman kills six hench- henchmen and caused Two Face to fall for his to his death. Right. Yep. Uh, so that's and seven really there. Legitimately fries Edward Negro's brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Christian Bale killed over 12 members of the League of Shadows as well as Two Face. Michael Keaton's Batman killed at least 15 henchmen. As well as the Joker and the Penguin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He does kill his nemesis mm-hmm. in those in Michael Keaton's yep. movies. Ben Affleck's yep. Batman killed over 25 criminals with lethal weaponry. So he is the highest of them. But fucking Batman's killed since day one. In the original Batman comic books, back in the fucking 30s, right? He killed regularly. 
<laughs> oh, really? Okay. Fucking Reggie. He carried a gun. Do we do we see those kills though? Technically, yeah. He fucking uh, hung him. Not in the 30s, bro. Come on. Yeah, he 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 dropped. Oh, yeah. Murder was way more okay in the 30s than it is now. Yeah, this was pre comics code. This is right. This and is this is when they vigilante justified. It's okay. Right? Yeah. You robbed a bank. You must die. Jeez, that seems like a little extreme. His first confirmed kill was in Detective Comics number 27, where he knocked Alfred Stryker into a vat of acid. Which is where we get the rumor of how Joker happened. Mm -hmm. It's not how Joker... I mean, in some storylines, it's how Joker happens. In some stories, he also wielded a pistol. A fucking gun. Uses a boomerang and smacks people upside the head with yeah. it. The, in, in one of them, he dropped a mentally handicapped criminal out of a helicopter. Fucking doesn't yeah, save but them all. no, doesn't save them all. That's all yeah, we're saying. That's fair. Yeah, he didn't even mention the no killing rule until Batman number four, which was in. Da, 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 da. Did you guys see the Danhausen Batman thing? No. It's fucking up. He's like the Joker. Oh yeah, he just oh, yeah, he did the that. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Batman number 4 was in the 1940s. Uh the 1490s, got it. Came out <laughs> winter 1940. So for the first Five years of Batman's existence, he fucking killed regularly. Mm-hmm. Regularly. And then they came over this, oh, Batman doesn't kill. And yet he still fucking killed all the time. So. Uh, but Wolverine also kills all the fucking time. We consider him a hero. Uh, and everyone loves Deadpool. Yeah, that's true. I don't think we necessarily consider Deadpool a hero, though. The hero of Everyone the movies. Everyone loves him. He's the hero of the movies. I'm just saying. Anyways, mm. weird, weird tangent for a a wrestling podcast. Okay, are we are we continuing on? One, one more. One, more. one last okay. one. This is based on a tweet that we actually talked about on Sunday Night Show. Chris Jericho not being the great one, greatest of all time. Chris Jericho in a feud with somebody who doesn't call him the goat. <laughs> so, or somebody that somebody else claims is the goat. So you can pick whichever wrestler Jericho's in a feud with, but it's because somebody else claims that they're the goat. Smarks, you are limited to Chris Jericho, John Cena. I'm li- you're limiting me to just Chris Jericho, John Cena. Well, you can do other ones if you want, but that one you have to do. <laughs> and the reason you have to do it is because that's what the fucking tweet said. Uh-huh. What tweet said this? Who said this in that tweet? Oh, you haven't read all of our text messages. You did not. Okay. I was in Mexico. I even thought you'd responded to this one, fucker. 
I mean, if I did, it was drunkenly respond to it. I doubt it, though. Scroll up. I'm going to get it, pull it up and read it while Smarks thinks. I even hashtagged it cringe wrestling takes. Oh, okay. So that'll be easier to find. Search conversation. All the way back in September, I gotta scroll down. <laughs> Here. Uh, this was Pro Wrestling World on Facebook. It said, This is your goat, Painmaker, Wizard, Ocho, Lionheart, whatever you feel like calling him this week. This man is not the greatest ever. As someone who's been a fan of wrestling for 20 plus years, I have never seen Jericho's allure. What does he do different or better than anyone? Can he wrestle? Sure. Can he talk? Sure. But that can go for a lot of guys, uh, not only this in his day, but today too. Um, winning the Ring of Honor title recently does nothing for that brand and does nothing for his career. Not to mention how annoying it, he is on commentary these days. Parentheses, save me the oh, he's a heel bullshit. There's a difference. Greatest talker, Heyman. Greatest in-ring worker, arguably it's Cena. Jericho may not be even my top 50 ever. Jesus. And then, okay, but that's not anyone saying that. That's just this dude ranting Pro Wrestling World. Yeah, but he's representing Pro Wrestling World. Now, in fairness, one of the other people Pro Wrestling World said Kurt Angle recently said he feels Jericho has surpassed Shawn Michaels as an overall performer. So in a way, Kurt Angle did call him the GOAT. Um, but. Hmm. Yeah, but the gold standard, I think, was the that guy and Rippers and another dude. Yeah. Um, Jesus. I would not. I mean, seen as a great worker, I would not put Jericho. I would not put Cena over Jericho, though. There you go. Like, fuck. Another one for the good guys. Yeah, for sure. Another <laughs> one for the good guys. I mean, here's the deal. Would you even put Cena in your top 50 workers? In-ring workers? Dead or alive? Or both? Just all time. Like, We're bro, talking greatest of all time. time. And again, I'm pointing out in-ring worker, which takes out mic work. This is strictly in-ring. Mic work, character work, everything. It's just yeah. ring work. Yep, just ring work. Just mm. all five moves of his doom. <laughs> Sorry, six now. Did you count the rope stunner thing that he does? Cena? Yeah, he that does like the a sixth. That was the sixth. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. He had that later so on limited. because he doesn't have, he wanted more than five minutes of jump. Did you count the leg drop? The five moves of doom are the five knuckle shuffle. Yes. The SDFU. Yes. The STF. The shoulder block. Yep. And the leg drop. Those are the five. Those are the five. That's fair. Add that stunner. (laughs) Damn. 
Um, so I would do Ryback versus Jerick. Fair enough. Because <laughs> Ryback is Somebody just claims Ryback is the best. Go for the Twitter feud. <laughs> you can do more than one if you want. But we do have a game to play as well, so. That's fair. So let's just Smarks do it with Cena and uh No, you Jericho. do your right back, and then he can do his Cena, and if you so, want to do it. So this, in effect, would just be a poll that happens, because we all know how Ryback doesn't like Twitter polls. <laughs> um, unless with, they you know, go his way. Unless they go his way, which they never do. I don't think there's a poll that ever went his way. He unless tried one with only his name on it, and people added stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, then he'd like try to threaten to block everybody, like block all of Twitter. Then, bro. Uh, so yeah, it starts off with a Twitter poll, greatest of all time, and uh, on that Twitter poll, people suggested Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, and you know Seth Rollins, a bunch of names. Um. And, of course, Ryback, being Ryback, says, oh, but I, I've done so much. I have the best slogan ever in the world compared to what Jericho had. He only had shut the hell up, and that was his only real big one. He's only talking about WWE because he probably doesn't watch anything else or WWF or never be the same again. I had feed me more. The fans liked me. And... um and honestly, truth be told, that would have been my gimmick. That would have been my gimmick. I was supposed to come out to The Rock. And then and then Jericho just goes, just Ryback, dot, 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 stop it. <laughs> and that just lets Ryback keep going more. You know, your song sucks. Your song, I don't know why anyone likes that song. Your band Fozzy is not even... On you know the the billboard charts or hasn't been you only have that one song and you have to use wrestling to get it there uh, to make it double platinum or whatever. What do you know? You know, kind of thing. And uh, Jericho just just puts his hands up like this, like the tweet, the the Twitter emoji where the person puts their hands up, like okay, dot 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 dot. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of just those stupid things because the guy is such an idiot. <laughs> oh, Jericho then posts his Ryback's TikTok that he had. What was he doing? He was doing something. He was eating, like, a bag of chips or something. And then he – do you remember this? Where he was eating, like, a bag of chips – and then he apparently had tweeted that someone had recognized him from his TikTok video, but not even about his wrestling, him being a wrestler. So Jericho just kind of reposts that video of him on TikTok and then says, this is what you're remembered for. This is why you're not the goat of wrestling. You're the goat of eating a bag of chips. Say less. And that's where I think it would go. Ryback is in that brawn category where, you know, you don't really got to say much to really beat them on Twitter because they're just outlandish and stupid comments. And 
Ryback is not the GOAT in any conversation ever, unless we're talking about, like, I don't know, who's better, Brooklyn Brawler, Ryback, or... And then again, not even Brooklyn Brawler, because Brooklyn Brawler at least was a solid jobber. Ryback couldn't even wrestle, so I don't even know. Ryback uh, is not a GOAT in any conversation. Greatest of all time... Excuse me. And that's where I'd go with that. Right back. Right back. Jericho feud. Twitter. Because of a bad survey. Because of a bad poll. So, uh. Survey says. Not my favorite. (laughs) Jericho versus John Cena. Um, I think this would be a very short Twitter feud. Um. Because because it if there's one th- way that John Cena uh, beats Jericho, it's it's with on a mic, you know. Yeah. And so uh, I think the feud would kind of begin and end with, um, oh, you're you're the Ocho now because you've had eight world championships in all of your uh, things. Hey Siri. How do you say 16 in Spanish? <laughs> and that'd be the beginning and the end of it. 60. <laughs> 60. <laughs> Sorry. I had to give the Siri delay there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now pick the one you want to do. Somebody claims to be or somebody else claims that they are the goat. I feel like there's a solid CM Punk one there if you want it. But what if I don't want it? Well, if you don't want it, don't take it. What if, what if I didn't want to do another one? If you don't what want to was... do another one, we'll just we'll just have a, a real feud. We'll just we'll just I'll just fucking slaughter JLB for the 16th time in a row. Cuz I I'm fine with that. Calm down, Rick Flair. Say Santa. <laughs> You're the Ocho, I'm the Sesenta. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do the game. We're gonna do. Did, did you have your new game, or are we gonna do what we know? We're gonna do the the uh, guess the wrestler game because that's okay. That. So who wants to be first in line? I'll, I'll go first. I don't. I ain't scared. Mm-hmm. I've kicked his ass several times. Oh, hold, hold on a moment. <laughs> JLB decided we needed to drink. <laughs> Hydrate ish. Hold on. I'll turn on my I camera. Will, so you can uh, see yeah. It. Same here. <laughs> Since I'm on the cast. <laughs> mm. Bye, I need utter converse. Uh, con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Concentration, that's what I was looking for. Turning yeah. off my comments right now. Okay. Yep. Comments closed. I mean, we, we can always tell when JLB is reading the comments because he puts his face right up to the screen. So... <laughs> it's funny because yeah. it's true. 
<laughs> so, uh, DA Fabe, you were going first. Do your two minutes starts now. Male or female? Male. Uh, wrestled in the 90s? No. 2000s? Yes. 2010s? Yes. And currently wrestling? Yes. Uh, WWE? No. AEW? Yes. Uh, Impact? Yes. Uh, Brian Cage. How does he get it? What? So fucking good. What the fuck? Uh, he just got I've that off. Really honed the skill when you've been gone. Oh, he got that off. Male, twenty teens. I mean, in fairness, it's it's the AEW and Impact one Impact. that really narrows it down a bit. Um. Because there aren't that many. That many. That were that's involved. true. Yeah, that's true. So. Jesus. So one, two, DA Fabe. Wow. Okay. I couldn't even type the answers into a uh, fucking. Dad, All right, we get it. You're good, you cocky <laughs> prick. Okay, JLB. Just saying, I got that one. Your two minutes starts now. Male or female? Male. Wrestled in the 20... Currently wrestling? Yes. Uh, wrestling AEW? Yes. Wrestling Dota V? Yes. Wrestling Impact? Yes. AJ Styles? No. Oh, AEW, sorry. Uh, Christian Cage? Nope. Um, I guess. Good job. Yeah, blonde hair. Uh, does he have blonde hair? I'm gonna go with no. Sting. No. Um, currently wrestling. Did he wrestle in the nineties? No. Two th- uh, no. Did he wrestle in the two thousands? The pre twenty teens. Okay. Uh, was he world champion in any of the organizations? In any gonna, of them? That's going to maybe fuck me over, though. Um, just Okay, was he a champion in WWE? World champion in WWE? No, he was not nope. in WWE. I was, I was checking. No, he was not world champion. Not world. Not world champion. Not world. Okay, was he world champion in AEW? No. World champion in Impact? No. Again, okay. not uh, world champion. World. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, my God. Uh, does he have a catchy catchphrase in any of the organizations? He has. He does not currently. He does not currently. Uh. Ooh, uh no, he wasn't in AEW. Um. He's. Is he currently in AEW? Yes. Any re- uh, was he next division champion on Impact? Um, he was. Uh, final guess. Uh, 
Uh, I will go with. Mm. Uh, Sanjay Dutt. No. Nope. D.A. Fabe. Thanks. Your two minutes starts now. Did you confirm WWE? Yes. Okay. Uh, 205 Live Champion? No. Um, tag champion in any of the yes, tag champion in AEW, yes, oh, Trent, no, does not have okay, um, Kazarian. Oh, shit, fuck. Two. Fuck. Okay, do you want me to do one at least? Because I feel like I'm. Because you never get to play smart. I like being the host. <laughs> this is fun for me. Okay. Okay. Ready. When was Kazarian in WWE? Very, it was a short-lived, short-lived, it was, short-lived. Okay. It was during ruthless like WCW, era. yeah, ruthless regression, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. ruthless aggression. This one could potentially be hard. So the, the last one wasn't easy, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes starts. It's now. Like, you still got it, fucker. Um, male or female? Male. 90s? Yes. Uh, 2000s? Um, sort of. 20-teens? That'd be probably a no. Sort, sort of, but not sort really. Of. Okay. Um, WCW? Yes. WWE? No. 80s? No. Okay. Glacier? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> world champion? Yes. Fuck. Uh, it wasn't in WWE, so it's not DDP. Um, okay. Blonde hair? No. Brown hair? I'd call it yes. Short or long hair? Short. Um, world champion, WWE. Um. Oh, um, David Arquette. Fuck! Damn it, you Fuck, died. I knew it! I knew it! That's what I was thinking, <laughs> too! I was like, no! <laughs> oh, man. Fucker. Oh, shit. Well done. I was thinking that, too. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. I know it. Yeah. Damn it. What the fuck, you David Arquette. <laughs> He could have. It could have also said. Um, oh no, Vince Russo was a writer in WWE, but he, he wasn't was a, a wrestler. He was not a wrestler in WWE. Mm-hmm. As a wrestler, that works. Vince Russo would have worked, yeah. But he has black hair. Well, you know. sort of brown. Sort of brown. Okay, you got a, a bit of a deficit to pull out of JLB. Yeah. 
Your two minutes starts now. Male or female? Male. Wrestle in the eighties? No. Wrestle in the nineties? Yes. Uh, wrestle in the, currently wrestling? Yes. In WWE? Yes. Currently? In WWE currently? Yes. Yes. Um, was an impact? Yes. It was an impact. Uh, was he a world champion in impact? Yes. Got it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, was he world champion in WWE? Give me one second to be certain on it. I'm going to say no, no. Mm. Mm. Don't have it. Um, does he have, uh, does he have tattoos? Yes. I, I think. Okay. Let's, uh, I'll do, um, was he ever in a faction? Yes. Was in a faction. Was he in WCW? He was not in WCW, no. And he obviously wasn't in AEW. He wasn't no. in AEW, no. No AEW. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, long hair or short hair? Long. Long. Um, most of the time. Most of the time. And he wasn't a real champion in WWE. He wasn't a real champion in WWE, right? Not he world, said no. no. Was he IC champion? No. Uh, and he wasn't a faction. Was he in a faction in WWE? Yes. Uh, Last guess. And you said short hair most of the time, right? I said long hair most of the time. Long hair most of the time. Done okay. Uh, Raven? No. Not Raven. DA Fabe. Your two minutes starts now. Just to confirm, you said he wrestled in the 90s? No, he did not wrestle in the 90s. It's Drew McIntyre. No. No, he's been a WWE champion. Shit! Um, okay, hold on. Uh, hasn't been a WWE champion. Facial hair? Mm, no. I don't, I don't actually remember him ever having facial hair. Impact World Champion. Long hair that gets rid of Bobby. Um, Damien Priest. No. Um, tall? Over six foot? Yes. Was an impact. Over six foot. Not a WWE champion. Wasn't impact champion. Um, factions, fuck me, man. Currently in WWE, you said, right? Yes. 
Oh, that fucks me up. In NXT? Not has he been in NXT? NXT? It hasn't been? Okay. Um, Cody? No, that's not on here. When was Cody in Impact? Jesus. Oh! Before. Um... I'm running out of guesses. Uh, where's uh, full-length trunks instead of shorts? Um, he does at times. Final Edge. Guess. Nope. Okay. Uh, first clue. He has gone by many different names over his time. His and his current name in WWE is not the same as his first name in WWE. Okay. okay. Somebody who came back. Triple H was WCW, so that doesn't work. Well, and he was never Impact Champion. Not true. Just trying to get stuff, man. I know. I'm just, just, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to, you know, me too. Just, you know, just trying to help you out. Next clue. Next clue. Um... He's not currently a performer. It's Abyss. Nope. That was a his, good one, though. His, He's not a wrestler, uh, though. In WWE. First match in WWE. Fuck. I have to change one, one of my answers because it's of a technicality. His first match in WWE was technically in 1999. Uh, oh, shit. But, but that's when he was in Memphis Championship Wrestling. He didn't actually appear on the main roster until November 13th of 2000. Okay. That still didn't help. No. But he's old as balls. Not old as balls. But, you know, he's not, like, in his 30s. Truth? Truth. Oh, shit. Half point. I mean, he, always, the he, he, never, he never wore shorts. There you go. Yeah, he does. He wears cutoff he shorts all the time. Yeah. Uh, okay. When he, he, when he, he asks you wear, trunks or. Okay, no, that's fair. That's he, fair. he doesn't wear tights or trunks. Okay. He's always wrestled in either. Like cargo pants or cut off shorts. Um, That's fair. Wow, I got annihilated. 
Okay. He was a world champion in, in Impact. I don't think. Yeah. He was the first. Two-time NWA world champion. My next clue was going to be he probably has a record for most championships held in WWE. Oh, uh, right. That would have been a good one. <laughs> uh, with, I think it's his final count so far has been 59. 59 or something. Just of the 24-7. For the 24-7 yeah. championship. He's got as well a couple as his, ICs. Yeah, his ICs, his variety of tag, tag. championships. Yeah. I think he was even hardcore champion at one point. Uh, such a link to the past. Wow. Okay. Most friends yeah. with Tupac once upon a time. Mm-hmm. That was going to be another clue that he has a a, a um, rap career. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> like his hero, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> that would have given it away. Shall we do one more? One for all the marbles. Yeah, we'll make this a four-pointer. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so I either win seven to seven, seven and a half. half to nothing, or you'll win four to three and a half. <laughs> make it count. <laughs> and you'll get the first. You can pick first or second. I can pick. Wow. You You're fucking go first or second? I'm fucking going first. I don't fucking... Okay. okay. For four points, your two <laughs> minutes starts now. Male or female? Male. Did he wrestle in the 90s? Yes. Did he wrestle in the 80s? No. Uh, is he currently wrestling? No. Uh, did he wrestle in the 20-teens? No. Wrestle in the 2000s? Yes. Is he dead? No. Um, uh, was he in WCW? Yes. Was he in WWE? Yes. Was he in Impact? Yes. Uh, can I ask where his last wrestling organization was? Um, then? You, you can ask me one at a time. Was his last, was he last with WWE? No. Was he last with our? Uh, was he last with? Was he last with Impact? Yes, although he did do Independence afterwards. Okay. Um, was he ever a world champion? Yes. In WWE. Um. In, D- in WCW wait, wait. then for sure. Nope. I have to. I have to correct. No, he wasn't a world t- champion. I'm sorry. Um. No, not in WWE. Okay, I was got confused he... for a second, so I apologize. But he was not a world champion. Okay, not world champion. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, did he ever held the hold the title though? He did. Not a world title. Not a world title. Okay, uh, was he in a faction? Um, sort of. Sort of. Okay, was he in a tag team in WWE? Um. Sort of. Uh, is he white or black? He is white. White. Okay. Short hair, long hair? 
short hair, and I'm giving you a little bit of bonus time because of my stumble. Okay, fuck. Um, uh, shit. Um, catchphrase? Do you have a catchphrase? No. No, okay. Okay, final um, guess. Final guess. I am going to go with Gangrel. Nope. I was there too. Your two minutes starts now. Uh, dark hair. Uh, has he been mentioned incorrectly already tonight? <laughs> I do not believe so. So it's not Raven then. Um... You said ineffaction, sort of. Um... Dark hair. You said no. Light hair, blonde hair. Yes. Ric Flair. No. Oh, shit. Okay. Short, blonde hair. Been in Remember, I said never world tat- title holder. Oh, that's right. Okay. Glacier? No, uh, that's incorrect. Yes. <laughs> um, um, Shane Douglas. Was he an ECW? No. Um, over six foot tall. Yes. Regularly sports facial hair. No. Um, was he in a tag team with Animal? <laughs> no. Oh, thank God, because I couldn't remember his name to save my soul. Hawk? <laughs> no, the other dude. Um Short hair. So it's not the wall because it's blonde hair. So that's not it. Um, uh, Val Venus? No. You said this person was in Impact? Yes. Not currently wrestling. Correct. Didn't wrestle in the 20-teens. Did, but not big time. Never wrestled in the 20-teens. Oh, never wrestled in the 20-teens. Final guess? Um, I'm going to go with shit, I got nothing here. But it's not right, but John Tenta. 
No. Ready for some clues? Yeah. Uh, I'll just guess first. So it wasn't no, because I was I was gonna say Sandman, but he was an ECW, of course. Never mind. Second generation wrestler. Curtis Axel. No. Cody Rhodes? Nope. You guys are going to hate me for this. Uh, former WCW United States champion. Former WCW in wcw though not like w- wcw united states champion that would imply that it's in wcw well i don't know WB's, they changed WCW. it to wwe oh they did okay um next clue sure Former WCW World Don't Tag look, man. Team Champion. I'm not looking. Jeez. <laughs> Former WCW World Tag Team Champion, you said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Steiner? No. Oh, no. He's been a WCW World Champion. Never mind. I, I wasted my guess. I used it on somebody who... Um, former WCW World Tag Team Champion. And you said he currently he had blonde hair. You said right? Yes. Mm. I think I might have this. God, that six foot mark is really tough on this person. If it's who I think it is, because I think they're like six one. Next clue. Uh, Ranked number one sixty eight on the PWI top five hundred wrestlers in two thousand two. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm gonna guess Arn Anderson. You are incorrect. 2002 Korean States champion. Okay, you're gonna, you're gonna hate knowing that fact once you find out. Way to make it count, bud. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Fuck, man. I had to make this one tough. 
Well, it was worth four points. I mean, yeah. Now it's only worth two, unfortunately. So game is over. But oh, come on! They're half points at the guest boys, man. Stop. Two points. Cannot do this. Um, hey, you can make it respectable. Yeah. I can't guess right now, so. I guess double A for this round. No. Sting? No. Sting with world title holder multiple times. In... No, okay, I was thinking WWE, my bad. And I also mentioned he's not currently wrestling. He hasn't wrestled. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Valid. His last uh, match hmm. trying to figure out how to word this. One of his last matches was on the independent circuit with his half-brother who was making his professional wrestling debut against the Nasty Boys with Hulk Hogan as the special guest referee. What the fuck? In 2008. Two thousand eight rules out who I was gonna guess. I was gonna guess Grazov, but he was paralyzed by then. So And I don't um, think he was ever in WCW. I bet Buke was in WCW. I'd bet money on it. Um short hair. Can I Google blonde hair wrestlers? <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Nope. Remember I mentioned he's a second generation wrestler. It's important. Lenny Pofo doesn't have fucking blonde hair, so that's how. I am going to say two names. And if you don't get it after these two names, I don't know what other clues I can get. <laughs> <laughs> two names are Tori Wilson and Stacy Keebler. David fucking Flair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit. Uh, he won WCW point. WCW, yeah, that's where or he. Or uh, That's where he started. Yep. Yeah. When WWE, was he WWE? Uh, two thousand one. He, he was picked up uh, when they bought WWE, WCW. He was sent to Ohio Valley Wrestling, but then wrestled. did make two appearances <laughs> on, on like WWF TV in two thousand two when he was beaten up by the Undertaker on March fourth. And then wrestled The Undertaker on March 14th as part of the build-up to his father's match against Undertaker at WrestleMania 
X eight. Oh, you're bad. What the fuck, bro? Hey, that was that was truly challenging. That was. I don't, I don't know that I even deserved the half of the four points. Mm-hmm. He mean. also was in TNA for about a year as part of Vince Russo's Sports Entertainment Extreme Group. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Oh. And then he left to form Generation Next with Brian Lawler and Eric Watts. There were no guesses. We wish Fernando was here. He, he'd have made us look like bitches on that last one. He probably would have. He probably would have. And been. then his last, the match that I was mentioning, one of his last matches was with his half-brother, Reed Flair, uh, who's making his pro wrestling debut not long before dying. So he never wrestled. Reed is, Reed is deceased? Yep. Yeah. I did not know Reed had passed. Yeah, it was, it was a big trauma. That was the... He overdosed, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. March 29th, 2013, he was found dead at uh, Residence Inn in South Park, North Carolina. Yeah. I couldn't even be at a nice hotel. So much for his dad's style. And Heroin and traces him. of two prescription tranquilizers, clonazepam uh, and alprazolam. That's a lot in your fucking system. What the fuck? Yeah. And that was essentially the reason why Flair wanted to continue doing it. Charlotte wanted to uh, become mm-hmm. a wrestler, no? Yep. When, yeah. he, when she signed her contract, she dedicated it to Reed. Mm-hmm. And, Damn. you know, this is why I said, when I, when I said uh, Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson, if that doesn't give it away, I don't fucking know what else did. Uh, Tori Wilson played his girlfriend, and Stacy Kubler was his girlfriend for a while. And fucked if I know why. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> he wasn't particularly good looking. He wasn't particularly good in the ring. Maybe he was good in the other ring. I mean... She enjoys charming men because she was also with George Clooney for an extensive amount of time. Oh, damn. Yep, Stacey Keebler did indeed. Wow, look at her going so, after that, a bad man. That gentleman is a very charming man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also not bad looking for fucking 80. George Clooney is not 80 years old. I know. It was an exaggeration. Come on. Jesus. Have you heard of an exaggeration? That's over. I've, I have. That was just. I mean, in fairness, you say an extended relationship, it was like two and a half years. But. In Hollywood, that's for, a long time. Long for time. George Clooney, that's a, a really time. long time. Yes. <laughs> um, so the fact that George Clooney, his uh, Wikipedia page, has an entire section for just relationships. <laughs> um, uh, he dated actress Kelly Preston for two years. Uh, then uh, he was married to Talia Balsam for four years. Um, he then dated Ginger Lynn Allen. Uh, and then he dated Cameron Diaz. 
uh, for less than a year, and then he dated <laughs> Francis Fitcher for less than a year. Now, Obviously, a leg man. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know how you can date Cameron Diaz for only a year. Uh, yeah. Like, What's that? You'd like me to lick the gum off your shoe? Okay. Uh, in 2000, he was linked to Charlize Theron and Lucy Liu. He then had a five-year on-again, off-again with British model Lisa Snowden. Uh, but during the off-off-again times, he dated Renee Zellweger and oh then God. Jennifer Siebel Newsom. And then Krista Allen, and then Linda. Use the definition of dating anybody he damn well pleases. Yeah, yeah. Like and he's in. Then he dated a, a not famous person, Sarah Larson, for a short period of time, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna go back and do a two-year relationship with Italian actress Elisabetta Canales." Uh, and then he did two and a half years with Stacy Keebler. Um. And then he's like, oh, I'll get engaged to a lawyer, uh, Amal Al-Nudin, uh, who eventually they got married, Amal Clooney. Oh, well. I hope uh, she didn't drop the prenup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. What prenup? <laughs> yeah. And then... The alimony is $16 million um, a year. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're still together, so... Oh, at least last heard. She drew up the prenup. That's yeah. it. She was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, I that's going to be expensive. <laughs> I t- t- tell you what. Tell you talk about expensive prenups. Fucking Giselle's going to get fucking paid. Giselle Bujkin and Tom Brady are getting a divorce, and oh shit! Okay. Damn! Fucking paid out of that. She was like, "I was attracted to your once existing jawline." <laughs> well, here, here's the thing: is like, I mean, she's a Victoria's Secret supermodel. She could have had anyone she wanted, um, and he was a successful and good-looking NFL football player. But reportedly, the big thing with them uh, it was uh, he retired from football at the end of last season. Because she wanted him to spend more time with the kids. And then he fucking a few weeks later unretired. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I just I'm, I just realized I wasn't done. And she said, well, I am done. Oh, wow. Really? So uh, that was just. She said, listen, I. I wanted you to be the husband that I could see, and that's what you said you were going to do. I mean, reportedly, it's why he missed so much of training camp this year. It's because to prove that he was serious about his retirement, he said, look, honey, look, I'm I'm so serious about retiring. I, we're we're going to book a big family vacation for during training camp. This way I can't unretire because I can't go to training camp. And then he made uh, not having to be at training camp part of his unretirement deal, uh, so he could go do that. And she's like, "No, listen, I'm tired of watching you take hits. I'm tired of never seeing you. You've made fucking boatloads of money. You also yeah. got a million dollars from the the government to help pay for your 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 yacht. Um, 
we don't fuck we don't fucking need you to work stay home with us and he's like but you know see here's the deal i want to and she said well guess what i don't want to anymore so anyways on that note two and a half hours for this episode we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Unit. Fantasy Booking Institute. That one. Um, make sure to like, share, and subscribe uh, to the podcast on whatever platform you use, uh, especially Twitch, because that's where we live stream to, so you can join us there. You can also, uh, while there, you can follow us for free, or you can subscribe to us. Um, and when you do subscribe... Uh, gives us a little bit of, of dough to help keep this thing going right um if you're a uh, amazon prime member you can subscribe for free you get one channel I did, a month. I did yep one channel a month for free doesn't cost you anything throw that throw that our way right um and you also get discounts you also get discounts at our merch store uh our new merch store where jlb just bought a toque from bought a toque bought a toque um and so, uh, so great reason to subscribe to us there. Merch store links are in the doobly doos uh, on our page. All of that stuff. Um, we still have our old merch store open, so you can follow that one to get all our old stuff, like the Pizzant podcast or the Seth Franklin Rollins shirt. Um, I'm slowly moving as many of them over to the new one as I can, uh, but I'm going to keep the old one open for a while, just to maybe forever, because we you can still get the Sasha Bear Bear there. And right. That's important to me. Um, <laughs> but the new one's great. The prices are great. And so we even have a, the new WBU Scratch Logo hat up there. Or toque. Um, whichever one works the best for you. So you can support us that way. Um, or like I said, the free way. Sharing it with your friends. Letting them know. Hey, go check out this podcast. Live streaming. Sunday nights and Tuesday nights, and then occasionally other nights on twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. But on that note, um, I'm going to just say, make sure to follow us on the social medias. You can follow me at raw and order WBU, like it says right there. That's on uh, Twitch, that's on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram, but not Facebook where you have to do at Pissant Podcast because Facebook is weird. You can follow DA Fabe at... The Havens and K Babe. Right there. That's and you can it. follow JLB at You can follow me at J damn it. JLB <laughs> uh Twitch T uh, Twitch.tv slash JLB TLC25, where I am back from Medico, so I will be game streaming a heck of a lot more. Um Oh, and boy. Tetris matches with him, bro. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? We're just going to switch fucking games because clearly Tetris ain't my forte. Um, but, yeah, I want to definitely get back into some Resident Evil and get back into WB2K22. I feel like I've been uh, not doing much there, but links will be in the doobly-doos for my Real Talk radio as uh, I did watch Hocus Pocus 2, so uh, I'm going to be reviewing that because it was trash so look out for that review soon um and that's it links are will be down below in the doobly-doos as well i feel like that show that movie is 
polarized so much because every woman I've heard that reviews it, oh my god, it's so good. And every guy I've heard that's seen so, it, it's like I think uh, I think it's, it's the so, nature of it's just nostalgia. That's all it is. Well, but here's the deal is um the original hocus pocus, right? Uh, was pretty garbage in a sense. Yeah, that's a thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. But but a certain generation fucking loved it. Um, I was not in that generation. I've never seen the original one. My oh. wife wanted to watch the new one, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. And you, she's like, You well, can watch we'll it. I'm watch... here on my phone. <laughs> yeah, and she, and she said, You'll have to watch the original one. I said, Nah, it's okay. You can watch it. I'll. They I'll kind of explained it though. They kind of explained a lot of what I don't happened need in the expl- original. Explanation. She, and so she just watched it, and she thought it was aight. She thought it was aight. Um, and what was the rating? Did you ask her her rating? I did not. You didn't care because I didn't care. Yeah, I really just like whatever. You know. I do want to lay out this opportunity to one Brian Danielson. We will dedicate an entire episode to you teaching us about veganism. If you come on. And I will go vegan for one week. If you come on this show. That week he, you come on. It will go vegan that week before. I will not. I will. I will. I will I- give up. I'm going to cover the name because we don't have sponsorship. I will give up jerky and ribeyes. You won't give up being a jerk, though. Ribeyes are a third of my dietary intake. Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) if, if my, uh, vegetarian Buddhist brother and my kosher, uh, Jewish other brother haven't been able to get me to go vegetarian. Uh, Brian Danielson has no shot. This is indeed kosher, though. It is kosher mm-hmm. salt used for that, and ribeye is a portion of meat in the upper half of a beef. It, it's it's, but it's how it's prepared. Now you can easily tell that probably if it's kosher, it's got the the U in the circle or the circle and the K in the circle on it, probably uh, somewhere. There's kosher symbols for you to tell. Because it's not just about what type of meat it is, or what it ha- it's about how it's slaughtered He's and not how seen it's. It. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and and how it's. I can tell uh, you they use kosher cooked. salt and grass-fed beef. I cannot there. guarantee that it was grilled. That What's way, the brand name? That way, carnivore snacks. Oh, there we go. Hashtag still not sponsored though. <laughs> they are fantastic. <laughs> like I'm promoting you to all the listeners right now, and. But you probably but this time are night, not, it's not very many. <laughs> it does not look like it is kosher. The two ingredients are here. kosher salt. Do, do, and... do. Well, here we'll open up the ribeye. Find kosher salt um, and beef. Da, da, da. I would venture to guess it is not kosher based on that. So it must not be slaughtered. They, they must not bleed it alive. Looking at the bag. I am not seeing a... Yeah, I don't see a kosher note on here. On it. Could be kosher if they slaughtered the meat correctly. Yeah. But yeah. it won't be. So unfortunately for our fellow Kosher eating fire. Uh, well, I don't think they would go anywhere near that. Anyway, 
Oh, oh the vegans definitely won't. The vegans. No, won't. no. <laughs> God, you've gone him down a rabbit. You've uh, got him going down a rabbit hole here. I don't yeah. think it is. I have to know. A white rabbit hole. Wyatt rabbit. And here's the deal: is Aryan cross um, maybe? There's a. Uh, there's a third section too, whether it's kosher, because uh, the way they slaughter has to be certified kosher. The way they cook it has to be koshered. Um, and then the ingredients have to be kosher. And so they could fail in any one of those uh, things. But let me see. I just saw the grossest meme ever. Did you watch any House of the Dragon yet, JLB? I have not. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, there, this meme has uh, an uncle and a niece, and it says soulmates. Uh, it, is, it is the most disturbing part about House of the Dragon. I think Game of Thrones had that issue too, though, no? Wasn't yeah, there like it's, a... It's gross. Um, yeah, it's, it's very much a plot point in Game of Thrones. One of the first things you see in Game of Thrones is brother and sister. Sister, right? Like in the same bed or something. Uh, about ready to have sex in a tower when they see Bran Stark and they push him out of there so that he doesn't tell their secret. Um, yes. That part I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. There is oh, less oh, and, sex. And, and, then, and then the fact that the whole plot point of season seven, I think whatever the last season was, season seven, season eight, I can't remember. I, I barely watched it. Um, the whole plot point was uh, Jon Snow getting together with Daenerys Targaryen um, and then finding out that he's actually a Targaryen too. Uh, and therefore, that's And then his zombies. Needle. And then marries her. <laughs> um, and then marries her and then kills her, apparently. Uh, oh. so. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm not worried about And then zombies. That's a spoiler alert talking. also for... Yeah. Snow zombies. Snow zombies. Anyways. Stupid. But uh, anyways, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the fantasy booking unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Ciao. Ciao.